What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie The Royal Hotel. Here's a quick synopsis. Two best friends, Hannah and Liv, during a trip to Australia, take jobs at a bar named The Royal Hotel and are immediately troubled by the behavior of some of the regulars. The film stars Julia Garner, Jessica Henwick, Hugo Weaving, Toby Wallace, Ursula Jovic, and Daniel Henshaw. Standout performances. Actress Julia Gardner has given one of the best recent performances in TV history with her work on the hit Netflix series Ozark and gave another noteworthy turn in the Netflix miniseries Inventing Anna from Shonda Rhimes. Gardner's a three-time Emmy Award winner. When it comes to her work on film, she's done her best work, in my opinion, with writer-director Kitty Green, first with 2019's The Assistant, which was a commentary on Hollywood's executives' sexual misconduct, and now again in the Royal Hotel, where she plays Hannah, who is on a trip with her best friend. She wants to have a good time, but is uncomfortable with their living situation and who they are surrounding themselves with. I would say what's interesting to me about Gardner is how effortless her star power seems. She's not really trying. It seems like she's so subtle, like you barely realize she's on screen, but what she is doing is so interesting, and that's so rare for a young actress like that, who's not really trying all that hard to be interesting, is just effortlessly interesting. As we all know, there's always tons and tons of talk about how there's so few movie stars nowadays. Gardner clearly has the potential to be one moving forward. Her brilliant acting is undeniable. At this point, she just needs to be in a hit movie. There was talks of her playing Madonna. That's the kind of opportunity she needs to be thought of for her movies, just as much for her television work. And I do think it will happen. Look at Zendaya with Euphoria, Anya Taylor-Joy with The Queen's Gambit, Margaret Qualley with Maids, and Elle Fanning with The Great. Modern stars do both TV and movies. The other thing that could get Gardner notoriety is more awards recognition. If she was nominated for an Oscar for any of her performances, that would get her recognized. So that's what she needs. She either needs a performance that gets her an Oscar nomination or to be in a hit movie where she's playing someone like Madonna. Either way, I think it's eventually going to happen. I think she's going to be just as well known for movies as she is for television. Gardner's next movie will be Apartment 7. With Diane Weist and Jim Sturgis. A lot of the things I feel about Garner, I feel the exact same way about her co star in the Royal Hotel, Jessica Henwick. She feels like a movie star. I first saw her in the less than great Netflix Marvel series, Iron Fist, where she was the lone bright spot. Henwick's best films, other than Knives Out, Glass Onion, have been underseen and, in my opinion, underrated. Underwater with Kristen Stewart and Love and Monsters with Dylan O'Brien, both in 2020. And sadly, the bigger films she's been in, Matrix Resurrections and The Gray Man, have underutilized her talents. That's not the case for The Royal Hotel, where she plays Garner's Hannah's best friend Liv. They have great chemistry. They both feel 
like they should be bigger movie stars than what they are. I think it just shows in the case of Henwick, you can't just be quietly consistent. There needs to be a movie where you just pop and you dominate, and she hasn't had that movie yet. Love and Monsters, like I said, nobody really saw that. Underwater, nobody saw that movie. She's been good in a lot of things, just not a lot of things seen by a lot of people. She doesn't have that TV show like Gardner. Henwick's next film is Cuckoo with Hunter Schaefer and Dan Stevens. Hugo Weaving is an actor best known for his work in giant studio movies. The Matrix films, The Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit trilogies, Captain America, and because of that, I feel like he's an underrated actor. He's particularly great in Hacksaw Ridge with Andrew Garfield, and in The Royal Hotel, he plays Billy, the owner of the bar, and a bit of a tragic figure. I have to get this on record. I loved him as Red Skull in the first Captain America movie and was kind of upset that they replaced him in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame with another actor. Like, I think that's ridiculous. I feel like that's when you become less and less of a fan of what Marvel is doing. They got a really good performance from a guy and then they easily replaced him with some other guy because of CGI nonsense. That's when you can kind of get upset about a franchise like Marvel is they don't even care about the actors who they're getting really good performances from. And I really do believe that that's something that's missing from this new phase of Marvel films is their lack of compelling villains and Hugo Weaving was right up there as one of the most compelling villains as Red Skull. That's what carried that movie is that Captain America was a great hero and Red Skull was a great villain. When was the last Marvel movie that had a great villain? Yes, you had Christian Bale and Thor Love and Thunder. That's the last one I can think of. There's so many of them where you don't care about the villain at all. He's not compelling. He's not scary. He's not interesting. You don't want to spend time with the character. That was not the case with Hugo Weaving's Red Skull. I thought he was one of the best parts about Captain America, the first Avenger. Let's now talk about the director and co-writer of the Royal Hotel, Kitty Green. What I like most about Kitty Green after her first two films as a director is her subtle nature of dealing with controversial subject matters. I feel like in the hands of other filmmakers, her films The Assistant and The Royal Hotel would be way more theatrical, and I mean that with like insane dialogue. I feel like her movies just get to the point. They are almost the opposite of an Aaron Sorkin movie, and I'll be the first to admit, I love Aaron Sorkin movies. I love movies with great speeches. I love movies with over-the-top performances, but that is not what Kitty Green is giving you. She's giving you something different, something you're not used to. Green makes movies that feel so natural, like these characters feel real, and that's the point. They're not theatrical. They're not over-the-top. They are real-life human beings, and I think that is something rare in movies, and even more rare in movies that are also entertaining. The Royal Hotel is a very entertaining film without those great speeches and amazing dialogue. It's a naturalistic film that is as compelling as any movie that is over the top and theatrical. 
Here's another thing that's not in her movies. Pointless moments that just move the plot forward. No, there is no waste in her movies. There is purpose in every single thing she is doing in the movies like The Assistant and The Royal Hotel. There is a point. She's not wasting your time, which is something that I think a lot of movies tend to do just to move the plot forward. She is not here just to move the plot forward. She is here to make a point and get to that point immediately. And I think that's a rare quality in a filmmaker today. Like, I could not imagine her making a three and a half hour movie like Killers of the Flower Moon because I think she would just look at that and cut that movie down. And I mean that as a compliment. She's not wasting your time. And I don't think I'll say this. Killers of the Flower Moon is not wasting your time. But I just think she's the kind of director that would turn that movie from three and a half hours to two hours and not miss a beat. And I mean that as the biggest compliment. Like she just gets to the point. She's straightforward about what she's doing as a writer director. She has a point to make. She's going to make it and she's going to do it in a way that's entertaining. And since I just mentioned a Martin Scorsese movie, I think it's worth noting that Kitty Green, like Scorsese, might have found her muse and that might be Julia Garner. This is Green's second movie with Julia Garner, her first being The Assistant. I highly recommend you go back and watch The Assistant if you haven't seen that movie. In it, Garner gives her best movie performance to date, and Matthew McFadden from Successful is brilliant in a small supporting role. I also just think as a director, she just knows how to deal with sensitive subject matters, handling it with care, making a point, and not beating the audience over the head with that point. And dealing with these topics in such a natural way, like this doesn't feel forced. Nothing about this movie feels forced. Nothing about the assistant feels forced. Every moment feels earned and natural. Here's what Green told IndieWire about the Royal Hotel. Quote, Australia's storied macho culture is not what the movie is about. All the events that happen in the movie could happen in a bar in Midtown Manhattan. It's about alcohol-fueled aggression. That behavior then when left unchecked can spiral into something quite terrible. And the film is about what we tolerate, what we permit, what we put up with as women in those situations. And when do we stand up for ourselves? When do we say no? And when do we bring out the axe? So with like most film directors, you can look at their films and see a connection between them. And there is a clear connection between The Assistant and The Royal Hotel. And the connection is how are women treated. In The Assistant, it is about how women are treated in the workplace by higher-ups. And in The Royal Hotel, it's about how women are treated in bars. And what's glaring is that in both of the situations, in both of the movies, the women are the ones who have to come forward and help themselves out. There is no male character that stands up for them, and that's jarring to watch on screen, and it's kind of heartbreaking watching this movie and see that Hannah is the one that has to put a stop to what is going on between her and Liv and these regulars at this bar. And the same with the assistant. It is the female characters that have to put an end to the madness. Nobody is helping them out. And the idea of both of these films is these are not isolated 
situations. This is the norm. And that's what Kitty Green is saying in that interview, is that it doesn't matter that the movie takes place in Australia. She's not talking about just Australia macho culture. She's talking about the relationship between men and women in general and how chaotic it's been. I normally don't do this, but I want to talk about the setting of the movie because I think it's so telling about this film because in reality, it looks like these two women are in this ideal situation. They're in Australia. They're at this not-so-great-looking hotel, but just the outside setting is beautiful to look at, and I would argue Australia has never looked better on screen, and then you counter that with what's going on with the women. I mean, they're not having a good time. I just think that says everything you need to know about the movie, that they're in this wonderful setting, but terrible things are happening to them because they're dealing with terrible human beings. And yes, you can say this is a movie about two women who are clearly out of their elements because they're on vacation, but going back to Kitty Green's comments about the movie, it's not about the fact that they are in Australia. It's about the fact that they are in this situation as women at this bar with these dangerous regulars, and this could happen to them anywhere. I think the fact that they're on vacation makes this a movie. It's why people, this was based off a documentary. It's why people are interested about this. But I think you could tell this story about two regular women working jobs at the place that they live every day. Like, I don't think this movie is about the fact that these women in Australia, I think that's the thing that makes it a movie. But this is a story that could be told in a hundred different settings. That's the troubling part of it. So when I watch a movie like this, I feel like I have the same rant about these kind of movies all the time. This is a really good movie. This is a smaller movie that's not going to make a lot of money at the box office. It hasn't even made a million dollars at the box office. It's not yet on a streaming service. This isn't a movie that's going to get a lot of awards consideration. I would put it up there. I just don't know what we do in modern times with a movie like this. I'm doing a podcast about it because I believe you who are listening should see this movie. It stars two movie star actresses, in my opinion, Julia Gardner and Jessica Henwick, who I believe is going to be future stars down the road. I think they're going to continue to get bigger and bigger, and maybe this is a movie that gets rediscovered in the years to come. But right now, in the moment, this is a movie that isn't getting a lot of attention. And that kind of bothers me because it's a really good, high-quality film. I am personally really interested to see where Kitty Green's career goes from here. Usually, if you're a writer-director and you're two-for-two making really good films, you would get the chance from a studio to make a higher-budget film in the realm of the films you've already made. But that doesn't seem to happen anymore. I mean, sadly, it feels like if she ever wants to be a world-famous director... She needs to make a franchise movie or an Oscar-y type film that's not really all that interesting. I believe her films should be in the Oscar consideration. I believed The Assistant was one of the 10 best movies of 2019, and I think The Royal Hotel is in the conversation for one of the best movies of 2023. I would put Gardner up there with the other actresses' performances I've seen this year. What's really troubling me is like before, I was talking about what movies are going to turn Julia Gardner and Jessica Henwick into movie stars, and the sad reality is it's probably not going to be a movie.
movie written and directed by Kitty Green. It's going to be like Julia Garner, someone like her, has to play Madonna for us to give her the proper attention as a movie star she deserves. Doesn't the quality of the movies matter? These movies are good. They're getting good recognition. People need to seek these movies out so we can have more movies like these ones. The Royal Hotel is one of those thrillers you don't know how it's going to end. And when you get to that ending, man, it is so good. I loved the ending of this movie. It was well-deserved by the characters. It's what you wanted from the movie. You wanted it to feel like they had gone through something and they're over it. And I'm not going to spoil the ending, but that's exactly what you get from it. It is instant relief and it's like I was talking about earlier with Kitty Green. She uses that moment brilliantly. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel theatrical. It felt earned because of what had gone on throughout the entire movie. It felt like it belonged in the movie. You know what I'm talking about. When you're watching movies, sometimes there are moments that you're like, wow, this really doesn't make sense and it's only there to move the movie forward. Or this ending that feels completely forced and ruins the entire movie. I believe The Royal Hotel is one of those movies that comes down to the ending. And if the ending didn't work or didn't feel earned, it would have been a miss. But that's not what happened. Kitty Green, Julia Gardner, and Jessica Henwick nailed that ending. In my books, it's one of the best endings of the year. The movie was building and building towards something, and when it got to that moment, it earned that moment. And there are so many movies that are good up until the ending because they don't earn their ending. Again, the Royal Hotel earns the ending. It has the good performances and it has the brilliant ending. I would also like to say I don't think this movie is perfect. I think there could have been more character development between the friendship of Hannah and Liv. Like they're talking about the fact that they were getting away from something. That's why they're on vacation. The movie was pretty vague about what that was and maybe that was on purpose and maybe that's because that's not what this movie is about. But I would have loved more character development between these two. I think they had really good chemistry, but I wanted more of a background story about what they are doing in Australia. There's this moment between the two of them where Hannah and Liv are talking about getting away from something. I wanted to know what they were getting away from. That would have been nice. Maybe it would have added to the overall film. But at the end of the day, I do believe Kitty Green is two for two with the movie she's made. The Assistant, one of the best movies movies of 2019, The Royal Hotel right up there in 2023, Julia Garner, I hope she continues to make movies with Kitty Green, I think she gets the best out of her as an actress, and I hope people see this movie and put Jessica Henwick in good roles, she deserves to be thought of as a movie star, I was so hyped for The Gray Man, and then she had such a bit part in that movie, I was really upset, and I liked The Gray Man overall, I just didn't and think it knew what to do with Jessica Henwick. And I think that's been the problem. These movies that she's been in don't know what to do with her. If you're looking for a movie that's both entertaining and insightful in what it has to say about the society we are living in today, then I believe The Royal Hotel is the movie for you. It is entertaining. It has movie stars. Julia Garner is a star. There's no doubt about it. And The Royal Hotel is another example 
example of that. I really do hope that the Madonna movie gets revived because I do want to see her play the pop icon and I also believe it would be the movie that would turn her into not only a major television star but a major movie star also. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out the movie The Royal Hotel. Next week on the podcast I'm talking about the film The Killer from director David Fincher starring Michael Fassbender. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>